Hello, and welcome to Morning Prayer at St. Paul's Lutheran Church in Edison, New Jersey. Today is Friday, and this is the 20th week after Pentecost. This week we've been making our way through all of the readings assigned for the coming weekend, and today we explore the Gospel reading assigned for this Sunday. We begin our time of prayer in silence. In the name of the Father, and of the Son, and of the Holy Spirit. Amen. O Lord, open my lips, and my mouth shall proclaim your praise. Glory to the Father, and to the Son, and to the Holy Spirit, as it was in the beginning, is now, and will be forever. Amen. Give glory to God, our light and our life. O come, let us worship and praise. Come, let us sing to the Lord. Let us shout for joy to the rock of our salvation. Let us come before God's presence with thanksgiving, and raise a loud shout to the Lord with psalms. For you, Lord, are a great God, and a great ruler above all gods. Come, let us sing to the Lord. Let us shout for joy to the rock of our salvation. In your hand are the caverns of the earth. The heights of the hills are also yours. The sea is yours, for you made it, and your hands have molded the dry land. Come, let us sing to the Lord. Let us shout for joy to the rock of our salvation. Come, let us worship and bow down. Let us kneel before the Lord our Maker. For the Lord is our God, and we are the people of God's pasture and the sheep of God's hand. Come, let us sing to the Lord. Let us shout for joy to the rock of our salvation. Long ago, God spoke to our ancestors in many and various ways by the prophets. But in these last days, God has spoken to us by a son. A reading from the Gospel according to St. Luke, the 19th chapter, beginning at verse 1. Jesus entered Jericho and was passing through it. A man there named Zacchaeus, he was a chief tax collector and was rich. He was trying to see who Jesus was, but on account of the crowd, he could not, because he was short in stature. So he ran ahead and climbed a sycamore tree to see him because he was going to pass that way. When Jesus came to the place, he looked up and he said to him, Zacchaeus, hurry and come down, for I must stay at your house today. So he hurried down and was happy to welcome him. All who saw it began to grumble and say, He has gone to be a guest of one who is a sinner. Zacchaeus stood there and said to the Lord, Look, Half of my possessions, Lord, I will give to the poor, and if I have defrauded anyone of anything, I will pay back four times as much. And Jesus said to him, Today salvation has come to this house, for he too is a son of Abraham. For the Son of Man came to seek and to save the lost. The Gospel of the Lord. Jesus once told a parable about a shepherd who had a hundred sheep but lost one. The shepherd left the ninety-nine to go and look for the lost sheep. When he found the sheep, he threw it over his shoulders and called to his friends to come and celebrate with him. At another time, Jesus told a parable about a woman who had ten coins but lost one. She swept and cleaned her whole house, searching for the lost coin. And when she found it, she called her neighbors and asked them to come and celebrate with her. He told those parables as a way of explaining why within his ministry he was coming to eat with tax collectors and other notorious sinners, why he was enjoying and welcoming and, and encouraging this table fellowship that welcomed them in. 
the story shows us what those parables look like in real life. This here is the celebration of salvation coming into the life of a man who is lost and wandering well outside of the flock, without any realistic hope of finding his way back home until Jesus came to his town. I think it's hard for us to understand the deep sins of the tax collector. We can guess at some of the animosity toward them, the heartlessness of their collections, the way they tore families apart, the way they caused pain and suffering, the betrayal of their nation and of their people, their most obvious and ostentatious prosperity that was no mistake, and uh, there was no mistake, was at the expense of others, especially the poor. It's hard for us to understand the ways that the the many ways that just even the practice of this profession defiled the person. I think it's hard for us to understand that because we tend to to tell ourselves that well, the sin is not so bad. But this was not just a job. This was a job that seemed in almost every part of its execution to run counter to the vocation of God's people in the world. And even though Zacchaeus might have been very rich, what we find here is the spiritual equivalent of the prodigal son making a living feeding the pigs. And then Jesus came. And Zacchaeus runs ahead, climbs a tree to see who Jesus is. You think he knew that Jesus had a reputation for bringing forgiveness of sins and new life to tax collectors like him. Maybe he did. Maybe that's what he wanted to see if it was true. If he wanted to know if this could be also true for him. Zacchaeus does learn who Jesus is in a full and rich and deep way. He learns that Jesus is God's mercy for us. He learns that Jesus is God's word of forgiveness. That Jesus is the way, the truth, the life. And when Jesus sees Zacchaeus' mustard-seed-sized faith, Jesus knows that it was time to celebrate. In his joy and to answer the grumbling crowd, Zacchaeus does more than, than the upstanding rich young man could do. He gave away his possessions in joy and thanksgiving for what God has brought to him, and he followed Jesus. Jesus tells the stunned and surprised crowd that Zacchaeus has come, that salvation has come to Zacchaeus' house, because Zacchaeus too is a son of Abraham. He tells Zacchaeus, you are saved. You are a son of Abraham. Did you catch that? It's a word of absolution, a word of restoration. In that word and in this action, Jesus brings Zacchaeus back into this community. He is a son again, an heir of God's promise now. That is the end of the story of the prodigal son, the parable of the prodigal son. And this is salvation, that in Jesus Christ we are made children of God. Our adoption into God's family is our salvation. That is what Jesus does for us. He makes us once again children and heirs of God's promise. What a reason to rejoice. And rejoicing is all over the story. 
rejoicing is all over the story so much so that the grumbling people are even silenced in God's joy. This is a funny story, a happy story, a joyous story, isn't it? And maybe we can carry some of that joy with us out into this day. A joy that rejoices with God, that we have been found, and by God's grace we have been given a place among God's people. That our sin, serious as it might be, hopeless as it may seem, has been taken away by Jesus' death and resurrection. And maybe, just maybe, we'll have a chance to share this good news about Jesus with some other poor souls who are climbing out on the limbs to see if everything that they say about Jesus is true. In the tender compassion of our God, the dawn from on high shall break upon us. Blessed are you, Lord, the God of Israel. You have come to your people and set them free. You have raised up for us a mighty Savior, born of the house of your servant David. In the tender compassion of our God, the dawn from on high shall break upon us. Through your holy prophets, you promised of old to save us from our enemies, from the hands of all who hate us, to show mercy to our forebears and to remember your holy covenant. This was the oath you swore to our father Abraham, to set us free from the hands of our enemies, free to worship you without fear, holy and righteous before you all the days of our life. In the tender compassion of our God, the dawn from on high shall break upon us, and you, child, shall be called the prophet of the Most High. For you will go before the Lord to prepare the way, to give God's people knowledge of salvation by the forgiveness of their sins. In the tender compassion of our God, the dawn from on high shall break upon us, to shine on those who dwell in darkness and the shadow of death, and to guide our feet into the way of peace. In the tender compassion of our God, the dawn from on high shall break upon us. The Lord be with you. Let us pray. Mighty God of mercy, we thank you for the resurrection dawn, bringing the glory of our risen Lord who makes every day new. Especially we thank you for the sustaining goodness of your creation, for the new creation in Christ and all gifts of healing and forgiveness, for the communion of faith in your church, and for the gift of relationship with others. For who else, for what else are we thankful? Merciful God of might, renew this weary world. Heal the hurts of all of your children, and bring about your peace for all in Christ Jesus, the living Lord. Especially we pray for the Church of Jesus Christ in every land, for the people, the ministries, the leaders of St. Paul's Lutheran Church, for those who govern the nations of the world, for the people in countries ravaged by strife or warfare, for all who work for peace and international harmony, and for all who strive to save the earth from carelessness and destruction. For who else? For what else do we pray today? We give thanks to you, Heavenly Father, through Jesus Christ, your dear Son, that you have protected us through the night from all harm and danger. And we ask that you would also protect us today from sin and all evil, so that our life and our actions may please you. Into your hands we commend ourselves, our bodies, our souls, and all that is ours. Let your holy angels be with us, so that the wicked foe may have no power over us, Amen. Lord, remember us in your kingdom and teach us to pray. Our Father who art in heaven, hallowed be thy name. Thy kingdom come, thy will be done on earth as it is in heaven. Give us this day our daily bread and forgive us our trespasses as we forgive those who trespass against us. 
and lead us not into temptation, but deliver us from evil. For thine is the kingdom and the power and the glory forever and ever. Amen. Let us bless the Lord. Thanks be to God. Almighty God, Father, Son, and Holy Spirit, bless you now and forever. Amen. Go forth into the world to serve God with gladness. Be of good courage. Hold fast to that which is good. Render to no one evil for evil. Strengthen the faint-hearted. Support the weak. Help the afflicted. Honor all people. Love and serve God, rejoicing in the power of the Holy Spirit. Thanks be to God.